One of the greatest things about being an entrepreneur is we are always ready to move forward, to progress, to take the next step, to take our business to the next level. However, there's a downside to that quality. The downside is there's so much content, there's so much fluff out there that it can be hard to differentiate what is gonna serve us in our business and what is only gonna make us feel good. The point of this podcast is to help you differentiate between those two things and I hope to serve you and help you as much as I can as I am on my own journey with my business going to seven figures. Stay tuned for Bridge the Gap Podcast. Hey guys, Zach here, Bridge the Gap Podcast. Bridge the, you know, I don't know if I'll change the name. Um, it may have to be Bridge the Gap Marketing Podcast. There's a, uh, anyway, <laughs> it's it's a legal thing, Madu, thingamabob. Basically, Bridge the Gap, unless you are a bridging company, uh, is too vague because you could be bridging the gap of anything. And so the state of Oklahoma may want that changed. And it would be Bridge the Gap Marketing, naturally. Um, So to be determined. But even so, I don't think I have to change the name of my podcast. You can name name a podcast anything. But okay, sorry. Mini tangent, random thing, fact. Just be careful when you're choosing business names and stuff and things. and (laughs) Do what you can. (laughs) Um, So... I think the last podcast got cut off because it was so cold it was making my phone bug out uh my phone decided to die uh so it cut off the podcast obviously however i went back inside and it had 40 percent battery when i turned it back on so um very weird it was very cold that day um so i apologize for that uh but i think you got the gist of it right you got the gist of partnerships communication um good stuff good stuff good 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 stuff so let's see um today kind of what i wanted to get into um is actually going to be back on the personal side of things uh so (laughs) i think i mentioned it before (laughs) i am uh the heaviest I've ever weighed in my life, and that's pretty motivating. Um, it's, it's a motivating fact that uh, needs to be corrected because I feel it, you know, like I feel it big time, you know, like when, oh my gosh, you know, just doing simple things, I'm out of breath, you know, like obviously exercise, I'm out of breath, that's fine, but what I'm saying is like. Um, what did I do the other day? I went into the bank. <laughs> I like kind of did a little mini speed walk into the bank because I was in a hurry and I pulled out some money from the fancy ATM. I don't know if you guys knew this. Chase has like this massive ATM inside that is used for like bigger dollar amounts. And so I had to pull out some money uh, for my attorney for uh, adoption for our kids. Um, And so I had to get out like $3,000 and you can't do that at a regular ATM. You have to go to the mega ATM. Um, You know, it's more secure because it's inside and stuff. You can't do anything fishy. 
So I went in there and, and did that and I sped walked out of there and got to the car and I was out of breath. And my wife was making fun of me for it. She's like, we really got to take care of this. And I'm like, I know, I know. And I could just feel my energy levels going sideways. I can feel my focus going sideways. Um, it's not good. Look, if you're overweight, like, how do you deal with that? <laughs> I mean, and I'm, I'm not laughing at you because I am severely overweight right now. Uh, I am definitely considered obese at this point in time based on my height and my body fat percentage and everything. And um, I can't handle it. <laughs> I can't handle it. I'm always out of breath. It is harder to focus. It's harder to have energy to do everything that I need to do during the day. Um, I can't imagine, not to mention my kids, not to mention keeping up with my kids, which are normal kids in terms of energy levels you know um i mean i'd say some of them are a little more hyper than others like my daughter is absolutely insane with her energies but but i can't even like keep up with them you know and uh my oldest son you know he would ask me all the time to like go do some parkour stuff with him and i can't do that anymore like there there's a lot of stuff that i used to be super active like like twice a week I would go play a sport uh with friends now granted in Oklahoma I don't have any friends so <laughs> that's that's kind of out the door plus the the sport I loved to play the most was uh ultimate frisbee and you can't do that in Oklahoma you know way there's way too much wind all the time like there's never no wind <laughs> it's nuts uh so that sport is not really common here uh, in fact there's not really anything to like, actually probably the biggest thing would be gymnastics, which is weird, but, but you see gymnastics gyms all over the place when you go to the city. Um, so anyway, the point is I used to be super active. I used to go for bike rides. I used to go for runs. I used to um, do all this stuff in addition to my, my workouts. And I used to maintain a freaking strict diet and it didn't feel restricting. It didn't feel bad because, you know, it's it's a it's a hormone diet actually. I didn't really have a name. It's like a ketogenic diet, but like, I don't know. I think it's ahead of its time. <clears throat> Definitely ahead of its time. Um, huh, I'll do a little plug. So the, it's called Kino Body, K-I-N-O Body. But if you just go to um, Bridge the Gap course.com slash kinobody i think it'll take you there it's my affiliate link i think you get a special deal like pretty good prices anyway i got this guy's stuff in fact i got a lot of his stuff a lot of it i bought a weight belt i bought like 10 courses i swear to goodness because i had one uh it's called the warrior program that's where i was at and then i got fat so then i got the accelerated fat loss program and then I got, I went back to warrior once I, you know, got to a certain point. I lost a lot of weight doing that. Um, a lot of weight. I got his diet guide. I got his, like his women's workout stuff for my wife. I got Greek God workout for my oldest son who, um, you know, that's kind of where he's at. He's a, he's a skinny guy, you know, he needs to bulk, not lose fat. So it's a totally different series of workouts. Um, so anyway, I got all this stuff, right? <laughs> like a long time ago, like 
two or three years ago I got all this stuff. And then I got all the workout equipment in my sitting in my garage. What the crap kind of excuse do I have? I don't really have one, you know? Um, laziness, I guess. Um, anyway, so this week I've been doing pretty good. In fact, actually, I've been doing really good, especially on the diet front, which is the hardest part. Uh, look, I feel like anyone can just wake up and, uh, and work out at some point during the day. Like, there's a point in time when you have something happen, especially if you're overweight like me, and you're like, oh my gosh, I gotta do something about this weight. And there's enough motivation there to go and do something about it that day. However, dieting, dieting is so easy to justify, right? Like, it's like, like my wife and I wanna celebrate a win or something, you know? We'll be like, well, you know, we don't wanna celebrate just ourselves, we should celebrate with the family, include the family. And so we'll have like a pizza party. And then what? I'm just eating pizza now. And like, there goes the diet, right? Oh, and of course, what's a pizza party without ice cream, right? So, so it's like, or you're going through the checkout line. Oh, oh, that's a new flavor of whatever, right? You, you get something new. It's, it's just, it's so difficult. It's so challenging uh, to maintain. So anyway, I've gone two days now. This is day three, two days of, of, of pretty good discipline. I mean, not perfect, but pretty good. Way better than I have been for months, you know? And, um, and guess what? With that pretty good, I've, I'm already down three pounds. Um, so I'm considering that a, a massive win. Uh, it's great. And so I'm already feeling a little bit better. Um, although... I'll tell you what, it is a little bit harder to get up in the morning because I'm really sore. Because uh, I'm really, I'm pushing, I'm pushing myself as hard as I can here. Uh, I don't know why. I just, I'm motivated. <laughs> you don't have to, like, you could lose weight slowly and surely and it doesn't hurt so bad. <laughs> why am I telling you all this? Why, why, why? Well, first off, I feel like this is a massive major problem uh, in the world in general. The other bit is there is an actual psychological, emotional, spiritual, and physical benefit to being in shape. Everything. To everything, especially if you're an entrepreneur. Have you ever noticed, if you look at some of the most, most successful entrepreneurs in the world, do you ever notice that they're, like, healthy? You know, maybe they're not ripped or anything, but they are definitely not obese. Have you noticed that? Some of them are ripped, right? That's all they do is work out. If you go look up some celebrities, you look at their daily schedule, right? Like Mark Wahlberg freaking wakes up at two in the morning to make sure he can get however many hours of exercise in before he has his rigorous day of work as an actor or whatever he's doing at the time, right? <clears throat> That's amazing. That's amazing, guys. We need to learn from that. Now, you might not have to wake up at 2 a.m., but you might have to. You might have to, and what I think you'll find is that if you are actually taking care of yourself, you can wake up earlier and uh, still have energy throughout the day. This is, really, this is really a crucial piece, crucial piece to the puzzle. Look, entrepreneurship is not just about a skill set to serve others. 
It's not. I wish it was. That'd be easy. But it's not. You have to have this balance. You have to have so much balance between so many things. Personally, why do I think that that's the way it is? Because here's what here's what people tell you uh, and me uh, about that, right? So here's the balance, right? You have to have you have to have balance between your mindset, your skill set, your physical condition, and your emotional condition, and you should have some kind of spirituality as well. Okay, so how many is that? Five? Let's see here. Uh, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. Um, skill set. Okay. Yeah. Five. So, um, here's, here's the thing about that. <laughs> why do you have to have all those? Why can't I just be like really good at skill set? Let's look at a professional athlete, right? Why can't they just be a super good quarterback and not have to worry about the emotional, the spiritual, the mindset and everything else? Obviously physical is necessary for that profession, right? But do you see the problem? If you look up those guys, look up Aaron Rodgers or whatever, I guarantee you they have mindset stuff going on. A whole lot of it. A whole lot of it going into the game with a clear and certain picture of victory, right? And if they don't, they're not winning. <laughs> okay, there is a direct correlation. Um, now, what is that though? Like, this is the way my mind works, right? I think of all this stuff. Like, clearly, you know, mindset is a big part. Clearly, it is not a coincidence that people that work on their mindset tend to have more success. <clears throat> That's not a coincidence, okay? As long as they don't ignore the other areas of their life. People that have all those areas covered and they're working towards it. Now, granted, guys, there's there's days I miss the, the emotional part or I miss, you know, and, and that's fine. That's That's going to happen okay you, the, the point is to do your absolute best to make all those things happen in your life and don't let one of them slide by like I have over the last few months about my uh, physical condition here uh, last few months like six months <laughs> okay so so why though my mind the way my mind works is it says hey well I don't get it what does it matter if I'm good at marketing right what does it matter if I meditate? Or what does it matter if I read a mindset book or listen to some mindset audio? What does it matter if I decide to develop and work on my certainty versus uh, just honing in the skill set continuously? What does that matter? How in the world does your mind affect the performance of what your skill can provide? There's so much, guys. This is crazy. What does that matter? All right, let me break it down scientifically and spiritually for you. From a scientific standpoint, there's a thing called quantum physics. Basically, the universe and everything in it is made up of some subatomic particles that are tiny, itty-bitty particles that no one can really see and that make up everything. Everything. Like, I'm walking on the road right now. This road, made up of subatomic particles. The grass, subatomic particles. Uh, the, the air, subatomic particles, even the, like the water vapor in the clouds, subatomic particles, trees, everything. Okay. So those are just the things I'm seeing. Um, all of it, but here's the thing about subatomic particles. They can be everywhere because what they are, they're actually the future. 
uh, they're actually in different parts of the world. Like, what what is this blade of grass right here? A subatomic particle from there can can be in Japan in a moment to to make up something over there. It's the concept of if no one's looking at a tree in the forest or thinking about a tree in the forest, is it actually there? Scientists say it's not. Like I'm standing next to this tree right here, right now. If I don't look at it, if I don't think about it, if I turn around and I go throughout my day and I'm just thinking about marketing and I'm thinking about ads and I'm thinking about blah, 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 and this tree is completely forgotten out of my brain and no one else is looking at it or thinking about it, the tree doesn't exist. The subatomic particles go somewhere else to make other things happen based on what people are thinking, based on what they, are, they think they are seeing, right? And that, that's, that's the scientific side, that's called quantum physics. Uh, it's insane, right? That's like, it's really crazy. Now, what about from a spiritual standpoint? By the way, the best book, the best book to make this thing simple, to make it easier to understand, and it includes the spiritual part of it, is Happy Pocket Full of Money. Happy Pocket Full of Money. Oh, it's my absolute favorite. All-time favorite book. All-time favorite book. It talks about everything mindset you could possibly need, and it explains it from a scientific and spiritual standpoint. So back to the spiritual, how does all these subatomic particles and craziness where they can go in the future and the past, how does that work? How in the crap does that work? Okay. So this is where God comes in, okay? It's not the universe. I, I don't believe it is. My wife does, but I don't. I believe it's God. Okay, so, you know, God is, is who created all of that. God is who made these subatomic particles. We are children of God. And therefore, our spirits, our souls, have a direct connection with deity. A direct connection. So what we think matters. What we do matters. The way our perspective matters. Seeking wisdom, seeking knowledge, all of that matters. Why? Because we aren't just an animal. We are children of God, right? Like that's, that's the point. We have a connection with deity. That's why our thoughts, just our thoughts themselves influence our lives and the results that we're seeking. And because here's what happens. Our thoughts dictate what we actually want. And God gives you what you want. It could be a sub, <laughs> an unconscious thought, right? It doesn't, it doesn't, like if I'm thinking, oh, I want money, I want money. But, sub, but unconsciously or subconsciously, whatever it is, you're thinking money's evil. Sorry. That's the, that's the dominant thought is subconsciousness. Sub, uh, or unconsciousness, right? <clears throat> Think about like the movie Jason Bourne, right? He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know anything. But you know what? His subconscious does. And what happens is he ends up having this, this subconscious, unconscious muscle memory craziness where he can beat the crap out of anybody, right? He can blow up a house with a newspaper. He can, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he knows things and he knows how to do things but his conscious mind has no clue what he's doing. It's just a demonstration of, it's a good example of unconscious and subconscious thought and how those are actually the more powerful 
thought processes, okay? So God will give you what you want based on those consciousnesses, okay? Uh, so that that's the spiritual side anyway, from my perspective. You can agree with me, disagree with me, whatever you want to do. That's just, that's the way I look at it. That's the way I understand it. And that's what's important. Now that I understand it, I know when things go bad, a part of that reason is because of my brain, because of my subconscious, unconscious thoughts. Why? Because based on those, subatomic particles move and change, completely transform, completely based on me. Okay, now, there's a few other things, it's not so simple. Yeah, here's here's the thing. People people get so stuck up on the mindset bit. You know, they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's so powerful." And it is. Extremely powerful. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about the makeup of the universe. Extremely powerful. Right? This is amazing stuff. So, people are like, "Oh, so all I got to do is believe, believe, believe so hard that these things are going to happen and ta-da." I'm just going to magically have a million dollars in my bank account. Nope. Sorry. It doesn't work that way either. See, see, yes, these subatomic particles, they do move and they, they do things based on your consciousness. However, like it or not, God set up a certain set of rules. He set up a certain set of rules that have to be, that have to comply in order for your true desires to, to really be met, okay? This is the whole concept of faith without works is dead, right? I mean, it says it right there in the Bible. So here's the deal, right? If, if I'm just sitting on my rear end begging and hoping for a million dollars or even trying to change my thought process to say, nope, there's a million dollars in my bank account, there's a million dollars in my bank account, and hoping these subatomic particles will shift over and turn into a million dollars in my bank account, <clears throat> no matter how much I do that, if I'm not striving on my own to do that thing, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You see the thing here? Do you see what I'm talking about? Faith without works is dead. There are some rules that coincide with it. The best way to, to accomplish this, the best way to utilize this knowledge of mindset, the knowledge of subatomic particles and consciousness, the best way to make that happen is to make everything else happen. Those other categories. Emphasize your skill set. Emphasize your spirituality. Right? Skill set is obviously, in this case, marketing. Spirituality, what's your relationship with your beliefs? Do you like your beliefs or do you not? Look honestly within yourself. Be honest. My wife went through an honest episode like that. She decided she didn't like her beliefs. And it's and she didn't believe them, so they weren't really her beliefs, right? It was a, it was an awakening moment uh, for her, and extremely difficult for me, right? Because it goes now she's doing things that that I don't necessarily believe, and I'm doing things that she obviously doesn't no longer believes. Do you know how hard that was? It was so hard, but like now, now I I feel like I get it, you know, through a lot a lot of prayer a lot of shifting of perspective and and I really do feel like I have a better understanding 
This is what I said about entrepreneurs are the least judgmental people in the world. They really are. Even those that are atheists, they really are so not judgmental, it's crazy. They just they just think every single person has the ability to become extraordinary. Every single person has something inside of them that makes them unique to this world, makes them valuable to an in, in, in asset to this world. And uh, you know, honestly, it's something that oftentimes I feel like religions can uh, jack up and they can get it wrong, right? Um, and uh, so, anyway, I've been I've been super grateful for mindset and shifting, and and I still have my beliefs. I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still a, a member of Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints and everything. I'm I'm still pretty heavy involved with in that, but. I have this really different perspective um, than than most Christians or most religions even. Um, so anyway, moving forward from that. So that's spiritual, right? So you've got the mindset now. And you keep working on the skill set, right? The marketing. You keep working on the spirituality. What's your relationship with your beliefs? You work on your emotional bit. How do you maintain your stress levels? Do you do a power shower? Do you meditate? What do you do to reduce the cortisol in your bones and your brain? Because guess what? Cortisol makes you make terrible decisions. It's a chemical designed to make fast decisions. Very fast and oftentimes wrong. Unless it's a, a life and death situation. Okay, so what do you do to reduce your cortisol levels? Okay, that's the emotional bit. Um, and on the contrary, what do you do to increase endorphins? increase serotonin, increase dopamine, increase oxytocin, because if you're able to increase those chemicals throughout your day, if you can, you there's an actual science here too. There's a dude, I don't remember his name, but he like purposefully does his tasks in a sequence during a day that gives him those chemical reactions in his brain and he is absolutely unstoppable because every single day is amazing to him because his brain is just being fed these amazing chemicals isn't that awesome oh my gosh i think it's really cool anyway that's emotional right we talked about mindset skill set spiritual emotional and the last piece of the puzzle is where i started bringing it all back together it's physical it's physical look here's the reality Um, (laughs) our body is more or less a vessel for our souls, right? Our souls um, are meant to be here on this earth to eventually be with God again. That is the purpose of these souls. Uh, The purpose of the bodies is to actually test us. Right? So if you look in the Bible and you, you see all these different verses about like, um, you know, the, the carnal state or whatever, right? Like the, the carnal state is, teaches a man, what, I don't know. I don't know the actual verses, but there's a lot of stuff in there about the carnal state. Just look it up. Okay, <laughs> so basically, here's the premise of it. Our bodies are weak, right? When we're hungry, it's not our soul that's hungry for food. It's our body, right? When people get hungry, what do they become? Desperate. When people feel like they have a financial crisis on their hands, what do they do? They become desperate. Because all of those things induce cortisol, which makes it feel life and death, even though it's not actually life and death. Okay? Our body is our weakness. It's our weak point, weak spot. 
So the idea with physical activity, the idea with physical activity is it makes this vessel so much better, more efficient, right? You control when you eat, right? You, you have control of your energy levels because you are exercising. You are choosing what to eat, what not to eat with a diet. And when you have that control over your vessel, your vessel becomes more, more amazing. And again, guys, if you're, look, if you don't believe we have souls and stuff like that, tough luck. <laughs> this is my belief and it makes sense to my brain. So this is the way I learned. And, uh, and you know what? I love it. And it makes sense when you put it into practice and it actually works. Um, so essentially guys, you take care of your body. Your body is your spirit's temple. It's your spirit's vessel. It is a temple. You need to treat it as such, treat it like a sacred thing because it is, it's a gift. It's a gift we've been given. And, uh, currently it's imperfect. Currently this body is a weakness and, and it is our job to take care of it so that our soul, our emotion, our mindset our skill set, our spirituality, all of that can be maximized to its fullest potential, but only if the temple that our souls are in is properly taken care of. Now look, for those of you that don't know, I'll just tell you real quick, in my religion, like we have this thing called the word of wisdom. Essentially, it is uh, don't drink, don't smoke, don't drink coffee, um, you know, you're supposed to eat, you know, like grains and wheats and fruits and vegetables. You're supposed to eat meat sparingly. Like it's got all this stuff in there. You're supposed to get enough sleep. <clears throat> it's, it's a health, it's a health law, right? It's like a, it's a, a, a health thing to, to make you healthy. Now, personally, I've had great experiences with this. I've never drinking alcohol. Uh, that's not a word. I've never drank alcohol. <laughs> um, I've never smoked a day in my life. Um, like not even a sip guys. And people have a hard time believing that, but it's true. Uh, not even a sip. And, um, let's see, this is one of the things that I've been really good at. I did drink coffee once, but it was on accident. I thought it was hot chocolate. So I had a sip of, of cappuccino. And by the way, it was delicious. Just letting you, <laughs> just letting you know, it was really good. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't drink that. Right. And, and, uh, you know, everyone's going to say, Oh, science, coffee's good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? I'm I'm more interested in my relationship with my beliefs than with what science today is telling us about about coffee beans. Because science used to say smoking cigarettes is good too. Uh so it's interesting that turns out it wasn't good. And back in the day when this law was made, it was a good thing. And uh so people in my religion, they they were getting ridiculed because they were smoking. Um they're like, "Oh, you're not cool cuz you're not smoking. We all got pipes." Cause we're cool and uh too bad and then lo and behold it's bad for you and it's killing you so anyway i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave it at that <laughs> whatever this is my own belief but what's interesting to me is people in my own religion they don't do those things okay they don't drink they don't smoke they don't drink coffee and stuff like that so they they consider themselves pretty freaking healthy because of that and they should however there's a big flaw <laughs> They ignore the excess amount of carbs, right? It's also part of 
the culture of my religion is to have casserole. I don't know why, but like any get together, there's always a massive, amazing, delicious casserole. Because casserole is good, let's face it, it's absolutely freaking delicious. However, it's also terrible for you. And it's, it's interesting to me, it's just interesting to me that there is this law in place that teaches people in my religion how to be healthy, including exercise, including sleep, including, you know, what to eat, what not to eat. Like, it's, it's basically its own little diet guide. Um, and uh, they don't follow that part. They, they follow the, the easier part, like say no to smoking. Okay, right? That's a little bit easier for most people anyway. Um, you know, <laughs> but they ignore the casserole stuff, right? Like, they, they just chow down on ca- And look, I'm, I'm victim to that as well. No one's perfect. Absolutely no one is perfect, but the point here is simple. You can't ignore it. You cannot mistreat your body. Whether it's with the foods you eat or the alcohol you intake, whatever it is, okay? You should not harm your body and whatever you believe is harm to your body. So like, for example, my wife drinks coffee every morning. It's fine. She doesn't believe it's harming her. And I do. It's belief. It's all based on that, okay? And I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying what I believe, <clears throat> you should do what you believe is good for your body. And just don't use that as an excuse. Don't be like, oh, pizza and ice cream is good for my body. That's a lie, and you know it. <laughs> but guys, if you have all of those things taken care of, every single aspect, then, and only then, is mindset paramount. Only then, if those other areas of your life are suffering, mindset's not going to do anything for you. Nothing. This is why when people are like, oh yeah, business is 80% mindset, bull crap. Bull crap. There's four other areas. You're telling me the other four areas are 5% (laughs) of success? No. (laughs) It's such bull crap. Um, Look, you have to get all these other areas and in, and in, into place and i'm not saying like like right now i'm obese right but i'm working on it and i can already feel the difference <clears throat> i can already feel the difference okay and that's what's important like you need to work on it right and that's that's truly like willingly willingly work on it okay because that's truly how you can expand that's truly how you can grow you're not, you're going to miss a day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying you can never eat a chocolate cake again, right? Like, that's not the point. You're, you're missing the point. The point is you need to continuously strive for all these areas of your life to improve on them. Don't let one of those areas in your life butt out the other one. That's my point. Not even spirituality, which is killer important. And I love spirituality. But part of spirituality is having these other categories covered. Um, all right. So, anyway. All right. I think I went on enough of a tangent here on uh, what I'm currently experiencing. And, um, you know, we're, we're just, from a business standpoint, we're just preparing for uh, a million customers coming up here. Um, you know, I, I contacted, we've been contacting several people for assistance in terms of the workload because it's happening it's happening uh coming up here in in a week and uh 
it's gonna be nuts it's gonna be crazy oh one other good thing i'm actually gonna go i mentioned it uh when i went to the bank or whatever uh today we're having a meeting with our attorney to finalize some things about the adoption so we're gonna actually get some final dates and everything on when this thing can happen um today so that's exciting too ah it's about time my goodness i've only been married for eight years and we're only just now finally getting all the adoption stuff taken care of it's insane and i'm super excited about that too it's really good so anyway guys you have a great day thank you so much for listening